Our scripture lesson this morning is taken from the first letter of John, beginning in chapter 1. This is an interesting uh, letter. It's not really a letter. It's not structured like a letter from the first century. It's more like a treatise. It's an encouragement uh, to, the, to, the, to the early church. Uh, at this time, as best as scholars can determine, there was some dissension within the church in the community where John was living and serving. And there were separatists. There were those who were uh, thinking outside the box, the, the parameters, the boundaries of doxology, and they were no longer claiming that Jesus Christ was Lord or that Jesus was Christ and um, that he was a man who lived and among other heretical thoughts and beliefs. At any rate, the uh, church began to kind of splinter. It was at least, a, at least in, at the, there was a threat of this division within the church. And so John uh, writes this as an exhortation and encouragement uh, to his community, to his churches. I want us to hear, we're going to read verses 1 through 7, but in verses 1 to 4 is called a prologue. These four verses kind of point back to the prologue that we find in the Gospel of John in, in chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Now scholars debate whether this was the right way to look at this because it's quite possible that the letter was written before the Gospel of John was written. However, if you take the prologue of the Gospel of John out of this formula, this Four verses of First John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, make no sense whatsoever. So I want us to hear with our, eye, with our ears open, with our eyes open, this prologue, and hear as the writer John refers to the truth, to the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus Christ, the beginning of the Word made flesh. 1 John chapter 1. We declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the Word of life. This life was revealed, and we have seen it and testify to it. And declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. We declare to you what we have seen and heard, so that you may also have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. The writer continues in verse 5, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 
This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. And sometimes we have to hear a little bit of somebody else's story and understanding to make sense of our, of our own story. And maybe that's kind of what John is doing in this quote-unquote letter, is to point out that there's a truth, the truth, is revealed in Jesus Christ. That truth is that God is the light. And the truth is that those who follow Jesus Christ, who believe in Jesus Christ, who put their trust in Jesus Christ, put their trust and their faith in God, who's the light. And if we sincerely put our trust in God, then we will walk in the light. That's the story. That's the truth. What John goes on to say is that there are times when we find ourselves walking in the dark, yet proclaiming that we are followers of the light. This is a lie. Because we cannot walk in darkness if we follow the light. We've been listening to stories now for four weeks. Stories that come up from these pews, comes up from the life at Ashland Place, comes up from Mobile and points beyond and find themselves with a common story here in Ashland Place because all of our stories come together. They merge and they weave this beautiful story that we call Ashland Place. A lot happens here. A lot of beautiful and strong things happen here in this place. As Joe's song talks about, there are things that happen here that are meaningful, things that make us smile, things that will make us laugh, and things that will make us cry. But all are very important things. Because Ashland Place's story is important to us all who gather here, who call this place home, who declare that Ashland Place is our congregation, that Ashland Place is our faith family. And so this series of stories, we've been celebrating just that, this collection of threads that weaves together a beautiful story. You know, I was watching Saturday Night Live. Has anybody ever watched Saturday Night Live anymore? Anybody out there? Well, I was watching it last week. I didn't stay up till I don't even know what time it goes off anymore. But I recorded it and was able to watch it. And Jason Sudeikis was the host. Jason Sudeikis was a cast member and a writer for 10 years on Saturday Night Live. He left the cast in 2013 to have his own career outside of Saturday Night Live. He was brought back for the first time to be a host. 
I don't know much about Jason Sudeikis. He's pretty funny. But his monologue two Saturdays ago was brilliant. It was brilliant not because it stood on its own on brilliance, but because of where we are, where I am, and where Ashland Place is, considering our stories together. This monologue spoke to me in a way that it could not have at any other time. But I want us to take a moment to hear his monologue. Sudeikis, there on the stage in Studio 8H, was encouraging the in-person viewers to look around, to take it all in. His monologue goes something like this. This room here, to be here, this place is historic. For a second, just look around. For real. Even all of you amazing people who work in the crew, just look around for a second. Think about all the brilliance that happened here. All your favorite sketches, wild and crazy guys, Gilly, Cowbell, Wayne's World, all happened right here, in here, where you are. All our collective comedy heroes have run around through here. Sudeikis then walks over to the music stage and highlighted some of the musicians that had played over the years. Elvis Costello, Kanye, Nirvana, and the Rolling Stones played on this stage. And then as he began to wind down his monologue, he said, this place changed my life. Twice. Once as a cast member and a writer here. But most importantly, as a kid, watching from home. And there's a good chance that if you're watching tonight, there's probably something from this place that's probably changed your life too. He ended with, if this is your first time watching the show, well, I mean, this probably won't change your life we got a great show for you. Jason Sudeikis was on to something. As I have been journeying with all of us through these stories, it rang true to me that there is something that happens in here that is important. There are things that happen in this very room, as Bob Cockliffe highlighted in his, in his ministry moment as we kicked this whole series off. This room has a, is a special place because so many important things happen in this room. If we think about baptisms, how many baptisms have we witnessed here? How many children have been brought forward in your arms to be baptized in this room? How many third graders have walked down this aisle to receive their Bibles? To be taught the scriptures in classrooms just down the hall. How many confirmands have we witnessed walk down this aisle to make their own affirmation of faith to take for themselves the faith that their parents that you 
made for them so many years before. How many high school graduates have sat in these front pews to be recognized and blessed by this church as they launch into the next step to go to college, to return, and then to be married in this room, and then to see their children come forward? That's what happens in this room. We gather every Sunday morning in this space to worship and glorify God as a gathered community. It cannot be done any other way. To be in person, shoulder to shoulder, vulnerable. To lift up our voice, to look each other eye to eye and to hear our voices cry out when we're in pain, to lift up celebration when we feel joy. These are our stories. Stories that weave together this incredible, beautiful blanket, a shawl that we feel ourselves wrapped in composed of many threads, different threads, different textures, different colors, different stories, but all weaving together the proclamation that Ashland Place follows the light because we are God's people we believe in the light. We live in the light. When we do that, when we live this out, we find ourselves proclaiming to our neighbors and to the world a story that cannot be quieted. A story of the truth. God's story. God's story with us here in this place and beyond these walls. That's the story we want to continue. That's the story that must continue. And that's why we gather together today on Consecration Sunday is to continue this story. We have heard story after story after story and they're all beautiful and they're all different and they all bring so much meaning to this space and to our congregation, to this, our people. And we want this story to continue for beyond our horizons so that children will continue to be brought forward for baptisms and continue to walk down these aisles receive their instruction and their Bibles. So youth will be confirmed and youth will be blessed in graduation and youth will return as adults and continue their story, our story. So maybe when we read 1 John, and we understand that 1 John is pointing back and declaring the truth and encouraging 
way of life, a way of believing, a way of holding faith and trust that leads us to walk in such a way that is undeniably in the light, following God who is the light. That's our story. And I hope and I pray that for as long as we gather, that we will continue to proclaim the truth, continue to share our story with the world, so that all those, all those around us, will choose to follow the light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.